Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Today, we have a very special episode for you guys. We're going to be talking talking and visiting with Clay Elkins. He's one of the owners of Big Draft Brewing in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. But first, I'd like to take a few seconds just to tell you a little bit about our mission here at Positively West Virginia. Every week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. Since 2017, our goal is to bring you encouraging and inspiring business stories each week from right here in the mountain state. We believe that by encouraging others with the possibilities that entrepreneurship and small business ownership can bring, we can help change the direction of West Virginia and help keep our young people right here in our state as well. We love telling these stories that quite frankly, a lot of people never hear about. Some of our hope is that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities that are right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here or to come here and build a great company, or even if they've left West Virginia to come back, move back here to our state and be a part of this amazing small business culture right here in the mountain state. All of our guests are people who are actually getting that done day in and day out as well. And I'm convinced that we can all learn not only from their experiences, but more importantly, in my humble opinion, their stories. Over the last several years, we've produced close to 300 episodes and Positively West Virginia is now a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of promoting small business and entrepreneurship and West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. Our guest once again today is Clay Elkins of Big Draft Brewing in in uh, White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. Of course, that's Greenbrier County. Clay, welcome to the show today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Excited to be here. Appreciate yeah. you having me. Yeah, thank you, man. Uh, you know, uh, if you guys don't know who Clay Elkins is, he is a quintessential food and wine guy. He loves to deliver world-class dining and entertainment experiences. In 2018, after serving about 13 years or so as the food uh, and uh, food and beverage director at the Greenbrier Sporting Club, Clay opened a, a, a restaurant there in Lewisburg called the Local Cafe in Lewisburg. Soon after, Clay partnered with David Bostick and JW Gross Close to form Cross Creek Hospitality. So we're going to learn a little bit about that endeavor as well. Today, Cross Creek Hospitality, located in White Sulphur Springs, I think I said Lewisburg a few minutes ago, but it, White Sulphur Springs includes Cross Creek Cafe, which was formerly the local cafe, Road Hogs Barbecue, Big Draft Brewing, which is going to be the emphasis of this talk today, and Cross Creek on Main, which is their live music and event center, center venue. We invited Clay Elkins on the show today to talk about uh, Big Draft Brewing, to share their story, and to talk about the business that he leads right here in West Virginia. Clay, again, thanks for being on the show today. Take a minute and tell us a little bit about your business. And you could talk about Big Draft Brewing uh, and all the different endeavors that you're that you're uh, you're into right now there in um, in Lewisburg. Nice. Thank you very much. So, Big Draft Brewing is really your neighborhood tap room. We are a family friendly 
full-scale restaurant and tap room. We've got, uh, we, we have 12 of our own beers on tap. Uh, you can see the brewery here in the background just through the windows of the tap room. Awesome. Um, but it's a full-scale uh, neighborhood tap room. And uh, we want it to be the spot where everybody comes to hang out, meet, talk, chit-chat, and meet. And, uh, and it's in the same building and connected really with, like you said, Cross Creek on Main, the music venue, and uh, Cross Creek Cafe, which is our coffee shop and ice cream shop. No, that's awesome. So, Clay, I got to ask you, how, did, how in the heck did you get started in the food and hospitality and beverage industry? Well, it's, it's, it's funny you ask that. Uh, um, years ago, it's, my, my mom actually brought this out maybe 10 years ago. She showed me the church bulletin when I got my Eagle Scout award and it said, Clay wants to own a restaurant one day. I guess that was about <laughs> 17. I don't know what the heck I was thinking because uh, I, I, I do remember thinking it at that time, but then I went to school for information technology and, uh, and business management. And, uh, but when I was in college, like anybody else, or like a lot of people, we, you get jobs in restaurants and I was a cook. And, uh, so I cooked my way through college and then afterwards and, uh, really enjoyed it, but wanted to say, Hey, let me use my, my IT degree. So I went back to get a real job and, uh, and did some computer networks, wide area networks for a few years and just really didn't enjoy it. Uh, I missed the hospitality business and the instant gratification you get from making somebody's somebody's day, somebody's birthday. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Clay, where, where are you from originally? Are you from West Virginia? Charlotte, North Carolina uh, is where I was born. And uh, I went the opposite direction from a lot of people around here. And uh, I came up 77 and uh <laughs> And fell in love. I've been here just uh, moved here the day after Thanksgiving, 15 years ago. Yeah. So, what brought you to West Virginia? Just out of curiosity. So, well, we were uh, we were living in Wyoming in Jackson Hole, mm. and wanted to get back east, back closer to family. And we were looking in the mountains, all from Georgia up to Vermont. And uh, really, I got a job at the Greenbrier Sporting Club, and uh, and came here, checked it out, love the area, love the people. So we came and really with plans on two, three, four years, moving on to the next thing. And uh, lo and behold, we're still here and we love it. Love it more than we ever did. 15 years later. And now now you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, um, you know, taking charge of, of the direction, you know, really of, of your career and, and, and so forth. What how did you get into, you know, deciding back in? 2018 to to start a, a you know uh, obviously you have some partners but how did you decide to start big draft brewing what was the what was the impetus there so well that's that's a great question and, and everybody remembers the floods of of white sulfur springs and um and the rest of the state and it really uh put a hurt and took a took our town down where it was already pretty low it took us down even lower and uh, my partner, David Bostick, was sitting around with some other folks, and uh, they said, we need to do something, and said, well, let's make it happen. And, uh, uh, lo and behold, shortly after that, we bought uh, the old bowling hardware building, and we went through many different ideas and plans on what it was going to be, And uh, but ultimately, we knew we wanted to be a brewery, and we knew we wanted to have one central kitchen that could take care of a, a few different aspects of it, because in the hospitality world, the kitchen's oftentimes one of your most expensive parts. And uh, so it was fun as we worked on it. And uh, 
after Dave and I sort of came up with the plan, we started looking for a, a partner and brewer because uh, we knew we wanted our brewer to be a partner in it, really be invested. And that's how we found JW Gross Close. Yeah. So talk a little bit about, you know, uh, Big Draft Brewing and, and what you're known for. Obviously, you're a brewery. Uh, talk about some of the beers that you're known for and some of the, uh, the you know, the offerings that you have there. Oh, fun. Our, our beers are really, uh, really impressive. Uh, we couldn't be happier. Uh, we got a very diverse lineup of beers and, and JW and, and Dave Bear and the, the two brewers have really done a nice job of making very distinct beers and different beers that are um, that are representative of their style. Uh, our biggest seller, uh, one of the things JW always had said was that he wanted to make sure he had a, a beer that was for the mainstream beer guys, making sure that we took care of the folks who wanted that Nick culture or wanted the Bud Light. Uh, or even the, the bush light. So we've got the foreman. Uh, it was named after the guy who really spearheaded building this building, the, the site foreman. Uh, his, his face is on the label and uh, it's called foreman. It's a, it's a blue collar American lager and, it's, and it is easy to drink and it is by far our biggest seller. Uh, you have to, um, soon it's, it's probably gonna be the first beer really that we take to canning and mass distribution. Awesome. So you have to keep your eyes open for it. The other beers uh, that he's really been talking about and has had in his uh, plans for years is Bo Red. It's a Bohemian Red Pilsner, uh, and it was the first beer we released, and it and it's delicious. It's uh, I think it's the number two seller, uh, it, and it fights with with Sudsies, which is our extra pale ale. Uh, it rides that line between a pale ale and an extra pale ale. I mean, uh, between an IPA and an extra pale ale. Yeah. And uh, Studsies, the name comes from uh, when we were first starting this plan, we were planning on having a laundromat in with the brewery, and it was going to be called Sudsies. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, you can have your uh, you can have your laundry being done while you're having a having a cold one. Exactly. Exactly. That's 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 kind of a cool way to 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 uh, to do that. I'm going to encourage folks to uh, go to BigDraftBrewing.com and check out all the, the artwork for the labels and and the uh, the different beers as well because uh, you guys have put some time into that. You know, one of the things that I'm uh, intrigued about, uh, and I have ever since uh, 2017 when we started this this podcast was the uh, the food and and beverage industry in West Virginia. You know, it's it's you know it's it's to me, it's super cool that you guys can say, Hey, we've had this flood. It's devastated our town. Let's do something. Oh, how about a brewery? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. And then here you are, you know, years later and you're, you guys are thriving. You're getting ready to do, you know, from what you said, a canning line and, and really putting your products out there and, and uh, mass distribution across the state, I, I'm presuming, but that's, that's really interesting, you know, and there's a lot of, uh, great breweries here in West Virginia. I think, you know, when I talk to folks um, about, you know, the brewing industry, they, they often talk about how outdoor recreation and beer and, you know, craft beers go hand in hand. And, and we have both of those here in West Virginia. And I think they're both thriving right now. So any comments on that, that theme? No, you're absolutely right. And uh, that's something that White Sulphur Springs is really focusing heavily on is our outdoor recreation. Yeah. Uh, we've been able to partner with the hubcap communities, which are part of the Mon towns. Yeah. And we recently received a grant to start working on a potential uh, bike skills park, which we're really excited about. Uh, we're also partnering with the folks at the Ascend program uh, from the Brad and Lee Smith Foundation up with WVU. And we've been working with uh, 
uh, Rich and Danny on doing some great outdoor recreation development here in White Sulphur too. And it's, that's just adding to the, the fishing and the side-by-sides that we already have and the hiking and uh, the Green Bear State Forest, everything that's going on yeah, here. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I, I got to point out that I, I have knowledge that you actually volunteer as a coach with the Greenbrier Valley <laughs> Hellbenders youth mountain bike team. So mm-hmm. that that's pretty cool. Are, are you into, into that, uh, the whole mountain bike scene? Oh yeah, we really are. It was, uh, awesome. myself and Max hammer with, with hammer yeah. cycles. I think he's been on here. Yeah. He and, has. Uh, and his wife, Sarah Elkins, we actually started the, the team. We just that's wrapped really cool. up our third season and, uh, and it has been amazing. It's just really been the way to see, uh, Nike, Nike, and what Cassie Smith has done with the, the state league and um, has been really impressive. If, if you haven't had Cassie on the show, she'd probably be a great one for all the yeah, positive yeah, stuff. Yeah, going on. yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll def- definitely have to make that connection for sure. So, you know, I, when I think about, um, you know, a brewery, you know, I think about what's happening in, in Lewisburg and Greenbrier County, uh, White Sulphur Springs, the whole, the whole mix of things that are happening. There's a lot of excitement and, and there's a lot of, um, a talk and and you know uh, discussions about all the cool th- stuff that's happening in your community clay what would you say is the thing that you're most excited about for your company right now oh that's a good question I, I really cannot wait until spring when live music is back and really rocking um just this past weekend we had our first little taste of some music and had the the kind thieves and the settlement to and uh, it's it, we're excited to really get live music back on all of our stages at the Roadhog stage, at the Big Draft stage. And then we really want to break out Cross Creek on Main and and make it the premier music venue in West Virginia. We um, that's what we're we're hoping to do coming out swinging in the spring. Well, give us a vision of, of what of what that music venue looks like uh, so we can kind of get a picture of what you're talking about. What's nice is it's the old hardware store and we've stripped it down to just the bare, bare brick walls that have been there since 1933. We've actually got a calendar in there uh, from the bowling family that they gave us and it's framed and it's 1933, the calendar that the hardware store would pass out. And uh, it's stripped down. Uh, we've got an awesome stage up front. We're installing a sound system. We started it last week. Uh, it's got a VIP spot upstairs. And uh, hopefully on the weekends we do live music. Uh, national touring acts um, twice a month. And then on the other days, we want to do a lot of weddings, rehearsal parties, birthday parties, any other kinds of events, uh, artisan markets, um, anything. It would be a lot of fun. We want to be a, a very diverse space. Yeah. So, Clay, how how did you come up with a vision to, to do that, like a music venue that could be also a wedding venue and, you know, meeting place and stuff like that? How did how does that come up? How does that idea birth? I mean, in, in hospitality, that's one of the spots that really has some, uh, there's a great way to get some good revenue in and it's good margins. When people want to do uh, a rehearsal party or a wedding, there's not many spots in our area for that um, besides the Greenbrier Resort and a handful of other smaller venues. Mm. Um, but to be able to tie one in with a brewery and maybe doing a, a, a custom beer for somebody or, or at least be able to say, hey, we're at this brewery and, and, and they're making the beer right back there is pretty impressive for a bride and groom or an event or, or a meeting plan or whatnot. So lots, just gives you lots of different options. Yeah. I, I, I can envision that. Wouldn't that be cool to have your own uh, keg of beer for your, for your wedding party to enjoy? That's, that's pretty neat. And I, right. I love the idea of, uh, you know, I'm a, 
a guy who uh, paid my way through college playing drums in a rock band, you know? <laughs> uh, so I, I love live music and, and I, I, I can sense your enthusiasm. And I definitely feel that because, you know, that's one of the things that, uh, you know, over the, over the pandemic that just kind of, kind of went away, you know, we, just, we weren't able to enjoy live music and there's just a, a great uh, sense of community that comes around when you got a great band on the stage and you got, uh, you know, got great beer and great food and, and a great community to, to all uh, enjoy that. I think that's a, that's exciting. And I could see why you're excited about that. What's the geographic area that you serve, uh, Clay? And in, in other words, with, with uh, big draft brewing, how uh, do you, you sell your beer outside of um, out of the outside of the tap room? Uh, are you available in stores? Where are your, where are your customers coming from? That, that's a good question. That reminds me, I actually need to reach out to some folks to make sure uh, we usually restock folks on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So I need to make a few phone calls to see who needs to reorder up. Um, right now we're distributing mainly in Lewisburg and White Sulphur Springs. What's nice about a small community is they all want, want everybody to win and support each other because the rising tide, you know, lifts all boats. And uh, so right now we deliver, I mean, down 50 East, just next door, carries our beer all the way up to the Hill and Holler, the Humble Tomato, the Briar Garden. Um, so a lot of a lot of the friends in the area carry it. We've also just recently um, gotten in with Snowshoe, and the guys up there have been great. And uh, we'll probably be making a big run up there today or tomorrow with some beers. Um, and uh, that's with our distribution. But what's what's awesome to see the people coming in. I love it when when Mayor Bruce walks into into the brewery. He'll look around and he says, "I don't recognize anybody." And and that's what's great is to see the diversity of the folks that come in. Um, yeah. Just this past Saturday, I mean, I, I talked to two couples that came down from Green Bank in Marlinton. And uh, and so we reach all the way up there. That's about an hour, uh, an hour plus north of us. Um, plus, we get a lot of folks coming over from Covington, then uh, all the way down to Union and Monroe County, which is south of us. And then we have folks from Blade Springs and Beckley. Uh, wow. so, so we're probably an hour in each direction from us. The folks come in just for lunch or dinner and certainly for would come in for some good music. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and it's really a great testament to having a good product that, that people want and want to enjoy and be a part of. So I think that's that's great. How many uh, how many employees do you have throughout all the different companies that you guys are running, all the different brands, if you will? Right now, we're, we've got between 40 and 45 on our team. And, uh, and as we've really got a solid crew, uh, we've been very happy. Um, we're trying to create a fun culture. Uh, we work hard, but we also play hard. Um, one of the things we did was on Labor Day, on the, the Monday of Labor Day, we shut down everywhere and we went out to, um, to Blue Bend and had a little picnic, let folks swim. And uh, people were baffled that we would shut down um, on a, on a hol holiday to, to say our thanks and appreciation. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Culture and, and creating that is so, so important, especially uh, these days, you know, where we've had this massive mat, um, what they call the mass resignation, right? People turning over in jobs and everything. And especially in the hospitality industry, it's, it's, it's a tough, uh, it's a tough world. You know, uh, it's a tough line of work. Um, I have a friend who always says long hours, low pay, you know, but, you know, obviously it's a re very rewarding experience because you can bring, you know, fun and, and joy back to, to, you know, what, what's right now, it seems like a, a somewhat dismal dark world. So what you're doing is pretty cool. And I think that's, that's neat. And uh, thanks for sharing that insight with your team. Clay, I always like to ask folks, you know, since, since you started big draft brewing, what's been your best business moment since you've been in business? Uh, 
not too long ago when it was it was probably actually it's probably about 1 a.m when everything had slowed down in every spot and the lights were out and i was just walking through checking all the doors making sure everything was locked up before i headed home for the night and i was like man we just had a killer day and everything was flowing just how we wanted to the operation was running just how we wanted it to where the kitchen was supplying food to each venue. There were people going between every spot. It was full circle where people were going to Roadhogs and then walking next door and seeing the brewery and then going up. The kids were running up to get ice cream and from the cafe and it just went full circle. Man, this is what we've been working for. Yeah, it's um, it's when when you hear you know the harmonies of four or five voices coming together and it just hits right in your soul and you're like wow that is good that's what you're talking about that sweet spot right where everything is really humming and, and working just, to, just as planned that, that's very cool what about you know um you know you've, you've seen a lot um, i'm sure since uh you know since you started this brewing company big draft brewing um the tap room and everything what would you say has been uh, your worst business moment? Take us to that place of your worst experience and tell us a little bit about that story. I mean, in, in any business, there's always tough decisions that have to get made. And uh, especially when you're looking at budgets and what's coming, you got to look at the future and what's happened in the past. And uh, sometimes you have to make changes that, that aren't fun to make. Um, but we also know that you have to make changes that aren't fun to make in order to make sure you're here in a year <laughs> or or when you have to have difficult conversations, I mean, or when you have to look and say, hey, guys, here's what we're going to do. And, and in order to get through the next couple months, I mean, I've had some sleepless nights. I know my partners and I, we've all texted each other sometimes three, four in the morning being like, hey, guys, what are we doing? Let's, let's, let's focus, get it back on track and, and focus on the end goal. Yeah, making sure you get that harmony, that that feeling in your soul again, and get, right. get that that vibration that comes when everything is is going great. Uh, Clay, thanks for sharing that. I appreciate that. I want to take a second just to mention our sponsors for Positively West Virginia, and they include the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible hap uh, things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia in business and entrepreneurship. Our guest today, once again, is Clay Elkins of Big Draft Brewing. Clay, I want to get right back into the, to the conversation. This has been great so far. What's the vision that you have for Big Draft Brewing? And then if you could talk a little bit about the hospitality company as well, and, and what's the vision uh, for, um, for, uh, for that Cross Creek Hospitality? No, it's great. With, with our, our vision really for Big Draft moving forward, uh, it was funny. I went... Uh, is to to be the neighborhood spot where everybody comes we've ha we've seen it happen a few times but i want to see where people come in for lunch and don't ever leave till after they've had dinner uh and there's something for them to do and hang out and relax and listen to music all day and different friends show up at the table have a beer and then leave and then another friend show up and it's just the same crew mm. uh, but we really want to be the focus and, and the driving to to bring white sulfur back um we're focusing on this side of the street. There's another team focusing on the other side of the street. And yeah. If you look at town right now, it looks amazing. And we couldn't do it without all the, the other entrepreneurs in town and uh, everybody pulling together. We're getting a good downtown business organization going. It's really going well. Yeah, it's like, like I mentioned a couple of, uh, shoot, it was probably five or six weeks ago, we, we had you on as part of our 
um, uh, Positively West Virginia Small Business Mastermind, which we do on Fridays. And, and it was really cool hearing all the success stories and all the activity that's happening in, you know, right there in Lewisburg, um, you know, in Greenbrier County. There's lots of stuff that's really cool. And it's, you know, when we think about Greenbrier County, for, at least from my perspective, we think of the Greenbrier, you know, but there's so much more to, to your county and, and so much uh, in, in terms of business, what's happening to the economic development. And honestly, that's the backbone of West Virginia, small business entrepreneurs, just like yourself and your partners doing great stuff out there, taking risks, seeing a need, filling the need and, and just making, you know, like you use the, the, the phrase that I use all the time, a rising tide lifts all boats, right? When, when we, when we succeed together, the whole place becomes better. And that's really what we're after here is, is promoting uh, exactly what you're doing. So I think that's pretty, pretty cool. How, how, you know, Clay, how do you attract new customers? You talked about, you know, reaching, you know, an hour basically in all directions, but how are you getting the word out there? That's a, that's a good question. And really it's what's the best word of the, the best, the best marketing is the word of mouth. And I will say that Greenbrier Resort has been a great ambassador for us and a great partners. And uh, really? whenever they can accommodate somebody, they'll send them down here. I mean, Thanksgiving Day, we did a buffet and they sent a few different groups down because they just couldn't, couldn't keep up with them. And, uh, and that's great. And so as it keeps the guest happy. Um, but also, I mean, it's the word of mouth that, that helps spread the word. I mean, when, you know, when I say, hey, Jim, you got to go check out. Big draft brew, and you can be like, hey, yeah, I will next time. And then you'll tell a friend, and then yeah. that'll that'll multiply, and folks will come in. And That's so awesome. we, we we try all the traditional marketing means as well, and uh, but word of mouth is still our best. Well, best you, have, you have to have you know in order for that to work, you have to have a great product and, and a great experience for people, right? Especially with the you know in these days of uh, of online reviews. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean that—that's kind of the new word of mouth to, to some degree, right? And so you got to really be uh, be on on your game for sure. What, Clay, what's one of the biggest challenges you guys are facing right now? Well, the biggest challenge it really has to be the supply chain. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and it's for for a little while. I mean, let's just say with disposables, like with our cups and lids and to goes for a coffee shop, where you need to have a couple different sizes for hot and cold. Um, we couldn't get a consistent product every day in, day out. So the lids weren't matching, the cups weren't matching. And, uh, so, but the supply chain, I mean, with our, our sound system was held up for, for months. I mean, probably at least six months. I mean, we were waiting on some equipment. And then when we were still in the building process, I mean, the, the inflation and prices here in COVID um, put a hurting on us. And uh, somebody, a trucker would call and say, hey, can you take this? Even though we weren't ready for it because we didn't have a space, you, you didn't tell a trucker no. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's good insight, and I appreciate that as well. You know, Clay, you've shared uh, some really good uh, tidbits of uh, of your uh, leadership style. What's one of your guiding principles of of leadership with your team? I mean, I really want it to be fun and and people to have a great environment. I think uh, I think I mean this may be still enough for real commercial, but happy cows make happy milk. Uh, if you come into work and you're excited to come into work, you're going to take care of the guests and, uh, the guests and the employees both come, come first at the same, same tier. And we got to take care of our employees. So they take care of the guests and I uh, hope that the guests take care of the employees at the same time. And, uh, and, and, and it all goes full circle. But I think if, if you're not happy coming to work, tell me so that I can either fix it or help you find another job that will make you happy. 
That's awesome. It, it reminds me of uh, my team here uh, at my company. Um, we've been going through a, a study uh, with a guy named Horst Schulze. I don't know if you know that name, but he is one of the guys who really uh, made and brought uh, the Ritz-Carlton brand uh, to prominence uh, over the years. And, and Horst uh, talks about, you know, the Ritz-Carlton experiences. You know, they, they, they view their employees as ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. It's very simple practice, but that that in essence is what you're talking about. You know, being you know people of excellence, doing doing a great job, but also having fun with what you do. Right. And I think that uh, that sums up what you're talking about there. I think uh, you know, first of all, thank you for for sharing that insight. What's one piece of advice, Clay, uh, that you would give to young uh, young people listening to the show that say, you know, I've thought about starting a business, but this guy's done it and he's been running a, a successful business with his partners. What's one piece of advice you would give to people thinking about entrepreneurship and owning a small business? Uh, it's hard and uh, it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows and unicorns every day you come in. Um, my dad ran his own business for years and he, when I was telling him I want to do it, he said, don't do it. My mom on the other side ran, was worked for a company for years and emergency rooms. And she said, go for it, go for it. And, uh, but it's hard. And I, I think it's always good to, to get some great experience before you go for it. Uh, my experience with the, the sporting club was invaluable uh, and, and the connections you make and uh, um, eagerness and excitement, energy only get you so far. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I think we, you know, we live in a world today, you know, an Instagram world where you, uh, you see a guy with entrepreneur in his, in his bio and he's, you know, his pictures in front of a, a Lamborghini and he's wearing a, just a cool outfit and a Rolex on his arm. And you think, wow, that's, that's entrepreneurship. <laughs> uh, it, you know, I always say, you know, on this show, especially, you know, it's, it's very easy to start a company, but to, to, to grow one uh, and be successful long-term is, is very difficult. And you just summed that up perfectly. So appreciate that. I can send you a picture in front of my, my 2001 old blue GMC Sierra. If you want to, it's a little rusted out. <laughs> that's a great foam on the side, but it still does the job. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. That's the real world right there, you know. But I do, I, I, I see that, and I, especially with young people, I want them to understand that there's, a, you know, you could change, you could change your family tree, you know, by being in business. You know, you have an opportunity to do something, make our state better. Don't leave the state. Um, so, I, you know, you you mentioned that you know you had uh, you grew up in North Carolina and you were over in Jackson Hole before coming to West Virginia, but you know, one of the things that I'm always curious to ask folks is, you know, what, what's a great, you know, what's one of the reasons that you like and enjoy doing business in West Virginia? What's, what's the thing that uh, if you could put your finger on it, you could say that's, that's something that, that's important. There, there's a couple of different things. Um, one, I think the, the resources, the outdoor recreation resources that we have in this state are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you love to be out in the woods, whether it's fishing or biking or hiking or riding your side-by-sides or hunting, there's so many ways to get out there. Uh, but the people are amazing. Um, most of the folks around here will give you the shirt off their back. I mean, and, uh, it's been great. I will say Chelsea Ruby and the West Virginia Tourism Office have been great to work with. Um, everybody that we've met during doing the uh, the West Virginia NICA with the Hellbenders and the Youth Mountain Bike Leadership Team. Yeah. See how much energy everybody's putting into the youth and the kids. Mm. 
amazing. I mean, it, it comes back to the people. Um, yep. The people in this state are amazing. I think, you know, you just hit on that. And that's, you know, you're preaching my song too, because I believe that's the differentiator, you know, um, you know and we do, we have all those things I, I absolutely believe in with outdoor stuff. And my wife and I, my family, we all enjoy my friends. We all enjoy the outdoors of West Virginia. And there's nothing more than, you know, spring day on the trout stream, you know, I mean, it just doesn't get much better than that. And you don't have to travel, you know, very far to find some cool stuff like that. But the people, you know, or, you know, and it's the the small businesses, um, just like you guys, you're in your team and your partners there, uh, you know, just doing it. And that's what adds to the culture. That's what makes these places great, you know, is the people. And I, uh, I absolutely agree with you on on that. Clay, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Um, I wake up and, and I'm positive. <laughs> I, I, uh, I think you can get through things. I come in, I'm excited. When somebody says, how's your day going? I, even if I've had a rough morning, I don't say, oh, it's been a horrible morning. <laughs> hey, it's going good. I mean, there, there, it could always be worse. Yeah. Uh, I come in, I call my mom usually on my way into work. And uh, I have my cup of coffee. I have some routines that I really like. I try to work out every morning. Um, and uh, but I, I, overall, I try to be positive and happy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's our uh, that's our motto here at Positively West Virginia. Stay positive, West Virginia. So, uh, exactly. I totally I totally vibe with that. You know, that's that's awesome, man. I I, I think that's great. And you know, it, it what what you're saying kind of reminds me. I saw a um, this little graphic a couple of days ago, and it said. I complained that I had no shoes until I met someone with no feet, you know, and just like you said, you know, um, it, it doesn't matter, you know, if, if you're having a bad day, I mean, we, we can, most instances, we can change that, right. Just by our, our, our attitude, our mindset. And so thinking positive is, is a, is a powerful thing. Thanks for sharing that as well. Clay, what's one book that you'd recommend for an aspiring business owner or an entrepreneur or, even a podcast, you know, it doesn't have to be a book. It may be something you're listening to right now that uh, you'd recommend. It's funny. You, you mentioned the Ritz Carlton book or Ritz Carlton, because I read that one not too long ago and it really hit home uh, with a lot of the things. And, and sometimes one of the things that talked about in it was sometimes you do need to some customers, you just need to say, Hey, maybe we're not the right fit. And, uh, and I haven't had to fire any customers here. I've had to fire more dogs than I have customers. <laughs> That's but, awesome. Uh, awesome. but no, I mean, I think, uh, and I also, um, I like listening to podcasts and just the small, um, I mean, for me, I've been trying to learn more about beer and the brewing and, and the science behind the brewing. Mm. Um, so I usually change it up a, a good bit on my podcast, but the Ritz Carlton book was great. Yeah, that's good. He, uh, horse Schulze, he, he talks about at one spot in this, in the, in his, uh, his, his content he's talking about right now, he talks about how he shifted his mindset, you know, cause we were talking about uh, your team and leadership, but he talks about uh, rather than hiring people, he selects people. I thought, man, just that, just that change, that fundamental shift of the way that you're looking at people, you know, I got to hire some people. I want to select them. And that to me was, uh, that was kind of a profound takeaway that, you know, from, from that guy. And he's obviously pretty, uh, pretty smart dude. Uh, running that uh, Ritz Carlton brand. Clay, we've covered a lot in this interview and I really appreciate your openness and your candor about, uh, about your business and, and your, your, uh, your journey as an entrepreneur and small business owner. 
uh, the things that you're doing there in Greenbrier County. Is there anything else you think our listeners should know about your story? I mean, I think what our real vision is with Cross Creek Hospitality is to take this model that we have here, one larger building and with a central kitchen and a couple of different concepts, and then really partner with other small towns in Appalachia who say, hey, we can do this in, in our little town. Let's, and, and then we work with them to, to do the same concept and then let it become a hub for their community. Mm. Um, whether they need a barbecue or if there's already a brewery or if they need a coffee shop, what parts of our brand and our vision and our ideas can we help them interject into, into their spot? Mm. Um, and what kind of energy can we help them bring back in their community and, and re- help bring back uh, small town Appalachia? Absolutely. You know, it's, it's funny um, because your model is similar. I have a friend, his, uh, we've actually had him on uh, the mastermind group a couple of times. His name is uh, Bron Kao, and he is uh, here in Morgantown. And Bron um, is an accountant by training, uh, worked for a big accounting firm in West Virginia and, and decided, hey, I want to be a restaurateur. And so now he owns a company called Harma Hospitality, and he, he has uh, several restaurants under that brand. And kind of the same kind of a model. His not aren't all you know right in you know in the same you know area, but here in Morgantown, he's got several brands, and, and he's got one management group you know that's basically in, in leveraging uh, that um, his resources right and his people and and building a great team and and bringing great experiences in the hospitality industry right here to Morgantown. So very similar model, and I, I think you're right on. You, you've got a great idea here, and I, I just can. I could see this taken off in other other cities and towns, uh, especially here in West Virginia. So that's that's pretty cool stuff. Clay, as we close out our time here, how can our listeners learn learn more about Big Draft Brewing? Uh, learn a little bit more about um, Road Hogs Barbecue, uh, Cross Creek on Main, and the whole Cross Creek hospitality. What's First of all, you know, you're, you're located in, in White Sulphur Springs, right? Is that, I, I, got, I keep getting those two mixed up for some reason, but White Sulphur Springs, tell us how we can come and enjoy Big Draft Brewing and all the other offerings that you guys have. Really, we love for people to come and visit us in person. We love to talk. We love to tell our story of what we're doing. Uh, but if you can't make it here, at least check us out on the web, uh, bigdraftbrewing.com or uh, crosscreekonmain.com. And while you're there, pick out a fun show for you to come and visit. Um, when you're coming down to the, to the state fair, maybe, or slide on over to us, or if you're coming down for Healing Appalachia, one of the one of the other things you're coming down the Greenbrier Resort, at least pop over and check through check through White Sulphur Springs. Town looks great. Uh, town is since I've been around, it hasn't looked better. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's great. And we'll make sure we have links to the websites and social media and everything uh, on our uh, on the Facebook Live, as well as the podcast notes uh, in the uh, show notes section. So, Clay, it's been a real honor to, to have you on the show to, to do a deeper dive. I know we've, we met on this format a couple of weeks ago, but real honor to have you on the show. I think what you're doing is fantastic. I think it's great. And I just want to encourage you to, to keep up the awesome work, man. No, my pleasure. And put my email out there too. If anybody wants to talk or just, I mean, if, if there's any, like you said, young entrepreneurs looking for advice, looking for a thought, I'm open to, to talk to anybody and everybody. Yeah. That's awesome. Folks, take him up on that. This guy knows what he's doing. It's uh, it's awesome. And, and Clay, thanks again. I, I really appreciate your time, man. No, thank you very much for having me. It's been great talking to you again, Jim. Absolutely. Folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, wvnews.com, and Interaction Media. 
as we continue on our journey to help share positive business stories with companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like my new friend, Clay Elkins of Big Draft Brewing and all of his companies, his hospitality company there in White Sulphur Springs. Our hope is that we in some way equipped you and inspired you with this awesome business story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website at positivelywv.com. Of course, we appreciate your comments, your positive reviews and encouragement as well. And of course, we we love it when you guys share these episodes on your social media channels and help us to get the word out uh, of guys like Clay Elkins and Big Draft Brewing and all these different companies that we feature each week. And also, as a reminder, check, make sure you check out our weekly show, The Positively West Virginia Small Business Mastermind, every Friday from 11 a.m. to noon, where we bring a panel of business experts from around the state each week to help small business leaders succeed in their business. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of advancing and promoting small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, including our producer today, Mr. Hampton Hill. Until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia. 